coming up next on Chamber Amplified. We are in a unique position with the size of our community where we can do things and offer things that can't be offered by larger urban cities, you know, because there's so many people, you know, it makes it even harder to plan things because you've got to plan them on such a larger scale. Mm -hmm. So we're in a good position where we can have more of a niche of different offerings that are available, you know, in in a tighter knit community. Welcome to the show. I'm Doug Jenkins from the Finlay-Hancock County Chamber of Commerce. On each episode of Chamber Amplified, we're examining issues impacting the local business community, whether it's employee recruitment and retention, marketing, could be IT issues. It's really anything that can be impacting your business. Our goal is to give our members tips each week on at least one way they can improve operations and thrive in the current business environment and be up to date on the end things that are impacting the area business community as a whole. So we're back from our holiday break. I realize it's like a week beyond that, but I was at a conference. We're back. That's the important thing. It's time for another year of Chamber Amplified. I'm excited about the future of the podcast. You're going to start seeing it repurposed in a few more places. And of course, we're counting down to episode number 100 in the coming weeks. I'm really looking forward to that as well. Today on the show, we're talking about the After Hours Task Force. Brett Barnes from Centricom is a member of that group and joins us to talk about how they're looking to find ways to attract and retain young professionals in Findlay and Hancock County. And I think you'll find that it's not quote unquote making Findlay more like Columbus, but it's more about highlighting the existing resources that are already here and finding better ways to put them in front of the community. Brett's going to tell us all about those efforts. Thanks again for tuning in. And remember, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, you can rate and review the show. It really does help spread the word. Now, let's get into it. And let's just first get into the After Hours Task Force and the acronym. We were talking a little bit about this before uh, we got started, just so everybody kind of knows uh, everything that that you're focused on. Uh, what does the acronym actually stand for? So what AFTER and After Hours Task Force stands for Attracting Future Talent, Entertainment, and Resources. All things that uh, we probably want to be doing as a city. So this all came together as sort of a... How do we attract young professionals? What are the things that uh, are needed in the community? What are the things that we already have in the community that maybe we can uh, better purpose or repurpose that type of thing? What are the initial conversations with the task force centered on? So one of the primary focuses is this task force um, actually stemmed from the Finley Hancock County Economic Development Office. Um, So it is largely centered around workforce development. And the large, um, really evolving matter is is a topic of concern to many employers as they're trying to not only seek professionals, but trying to draw in a younger professional atmosphere. So in order to do that, you have to have the infrastructure, you know, entertainment, nightlife, things like that, that are going to attract those young professionals to our community. Um, and I can actually say that having moved here and what was it, September of 22. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of those things where I actually came from Phoenix, Arizona. So I was used to that big city life. And then I came and moved to Finley. And one of the big reasons I moved to Finley is because I liked this closer knit community and the smaller community. Um, but one of the things that I often struggled with was, you know, well, where do I go to, to connect with people that are my age in the community? Um, what things are there to do other than you know most of the most of the entertainment geared for for younger professionals is centered around bars mm-hmm. and, and restaurants. Um, it, there's not a lot of entertainment outside of that industry. Um, so most of the things you know when I first moved here it was 
all right, well, I guess let's go, you know, meet at the bar. Let's go get something to eat. There wasn't a lot of things to do outside. Um, now we do, there are a lot of things I always see on the Chamber's website. Um, there's a, a huge, um, I guess, push for activities, you know, for families and, and yeah. um, for children, especially over the holidays. I actually was sending one of my good friends um, a lot of information that I kept finding through my Hancock County Leadership Days, you know, about activities for children going on in the community. Uh, but what we're focused on is not only activities for young professionals, but it also goes into different areas, um, infrastructure, you know, having retail offerings that are in, you know, walkable distance and in vibrant corridors with a big diversity in the types of goods and, and services that you can get from them. Um, restaurant, restaurants is definitely a big thing. You know, restaurant variety is something that attracts not only young professionals, but professionals from all, mm -hmm. all different age groups. Um, but entertainment opportunities, that are programmed around young professionals is one of the things that we're looking at. Um, there's, there's a lot of different factors that go into it. Um, there's also, you know, rental housing is a big thing um, for young professionals that are coming into the area, you know, that might not have a, a family, you know, they might just be coming by themselves. You know, there needs to be a good one bedroom, two bedroom options, you know, in the community that are going to be within the price range that these young professionals are able to afford, you know, when they're starting out their careers, or maybe they're, you know, five, 10 years into their career, you know, and they're still trying to look for a, a place that's affordable. So we're not, um, it's that term everyone uses house poor, you know, right, you're right. spending all your money on rent and then, you know, you're eating ice cubes on top of a piece of bread or something <laughs> right. because you used all your money towards your rent, right? Um, and, and that also sparks another thing too with recreational activities that are going to be at no cost. You know, things that maybe the city puts on or maybe we find, you know, outside sponsors to, to sponsor events or even um, recreational areas that young professionals and, and really not just young professionals, but this really spills into the community as a larger part. That's what I was going to say is it sounds like, you know, it's, this is framed in attracting young professionals. But when you talk about free entertainment options, when you talk about one to two bedroom housing for people who are just starting out, I mean, that, I mean, that's a wide swath of the community right there. Absolutely. And it's, it's a big thing too. I know they just recently, um, I'm actually over, I live kind of by the fairgrounds. Um, and I know on Sandusky, they put in that bike path there, which mm -hmm. looks incredible. Um, and, and just that's going to be something that will not only attract younger professionals, it'll just attract professionals, a wider, wider variety as well. Um, so a lot of these benefits, even though we're looking at it from a young professional standpoint, because that's what our task is, um, or that's what our group right. is tasked with, I guess I should say. Our task force is tasked with. <laughs> um, it is, is attracting younger professionals, but really what we're working on is going to benefit the community as a whole. Um, and one of the biggest things, though, and I I will say, I am not. I don't know if I'm speaking for the whole group on this one or if it's, it's just one of my big focuses, but it is um, employers and how employers are connected to the community. Um, I had the amazing privilege, uh, you know, when I joined CenterCon, uh, my CEO is 
very involved in Finley. Um, she's very involved in, in the University of Finley, you know, sits on the board there. And she is has such a passion for the community that at Centercom, we know where we can go. You know, we know who we can connect with. Um, she's a big advocate of connecting with the community. And it was wonderful, especially as someone who just moved here. Um, from that September to, I started in April, 2023. From that period, from September to April, I really only knew, I, I made a, a few friends, you know, outside just, just doing activities and meeting people. But that's really where it, it, it sparked, um, a lot of professional engagement yes. and a lot of meeting new people who were in my age range, you know, that I now call really great friends. Um, but it all started with the, with the company culture. And it all started with, you know, uh, my CEO getting me in touch with you know, members of the chamber, like Dion, um, Dion Neubauer. It was amazing because Dion, you know, she, she always has the committee for, for something, right? Mm -hmm. So it was great getting involved with her and she really opened the door, but, but it all stems from that company culture and having a company that actually wants you to be involved and give back to the community. So that's my biggest thing that I'm focusing on personally within the task force is how can we make it easier for companies to adapt a community culture, mm -hmm. you know, ones that might not yet, because it is, it's an extra task. It is something extra to do. You know, we all have, have our tasks, um, you know, that, that we, and our, or well, I should say our, our job roles, right? We all have our things that we're trying to get done. And I know it is an extra ask, but it is very important that companies embrace the community culture and companies provide you know, an outlet for their employees to really become more active members because when you're active in the community, you know, you want to stay, but we're, what we're finding is young professionals are coming into the community and not really knowing where to access those resources. And I'm not saying it definitely doesn't stop at the company culture level. You know, there are things that we also are looking into, you know, for the Finley Hancock County Alliance, you know, things that maybe programs or things to, to get people to, really see what Finley has to offer, what Hancock County, really, I should say, um, has to offer for for young professionals. And and like I said, there's a lot of benefits to what we're looking into for the community as a whole. But we are, you know, kind of putting on that lens to right. look at it through that young professional perspective. Um, another thing, too, is how are we connected regionally to other larger urban areas? You know, what offerings can we give you know for people to go to places like cleveland you know columbus cincinnati to go to those larger urban areas even toledo mm -hmm. you know to to kind of get a, a a diverse experience you know and, and a different experience culturally as well um i can say fortunately again <laughs> that with uh you know my position uh, for marketing and partner relations, um, I have had an opportunity to go to, you know, all the larger cities, um, not, I shouldn't say all, but most of the larger cities. And I've, I've had a great opportunity to kind of immerse myself in those environments. And, you know, that's, it's a big thing too, because we want to not only bring Finley up to more of a modern, you know, urbanized feel to attract young professionals, but also connect them with, with different resources that might be in larger urban areas around us.
And that doesn't necessarily mean changing the face of the community. Uh, to me, it seems like no. adding additional amenities to the already existing community and not necessarily taking away from what's already here. So like, for instance, on the entertainment side, you talk about free options and everything like that. There are a lot of things that are already here. Maybe it just needs to be better publicized or made available to like the city does a great job with, uh, you know, sand volleyball leagues. And there's, there's a great disc golf scene here, things like that, that kind of get you away from only having to go to bars, things like that. What are some of those other things uh, or amenities, especially on the entertainment side, outside of just meeting up at a bar after work that have been discussed? So some of the things that I personally was thinking of um, that would be amazing is, is more of an offer. I know you just mentioned how there's some of those um, activity leagues mm -hmm. you know, that are out there. And if we could maybe encompass more, because I know the, the, what was it, Frisbee golf? Yeah. I've definitely seen that before because when I first moved here, I had no clue <laughs> what people were doing when I went over to the, the local recreation area over here. Um, and I was very confused at what these, these <laughs> baskets were sitting there. And then all of a sudden I see people throwing things and thinking, why are they throwing stuff at us? Um, but I think, you know, we have, and I know there's a hockey league as well, but if we can kind of expand yeah. what things are offered, maybe, um, and I don't know if this already exists, I apologize, um, but maybe a bike riding club or maybe a canoeing club, you know, in the river, or maybe access to, um, to canoes and to, to recreational yeah. things like that, that, that younger professionals might like. I definitely, you know, don't want anyone to take this as a way that I'm saying there's something wrong with Finley, you know, and it needs to change. I think it's a great community ever since I've come here, um, you know, or moved here. It's been awesome. I've been embraced by so many different members of the community and I met so many amazing people. And what we want to do is we want to take all the things that make Finley and Hancock County great and amplify them. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I definitely agree with you. There are absolutely offerings, um, several offerings from the chamber and, and from the city that we need to connect professionals to so that they know. Because there, I actually, unless I was part of this task force, um, there are like those leagues. I would have not really known about it. And I know I've, I've seen a couple emails here and there come through. Yeah. But I think maybe if we did a bigger push on that, you know, to get people connected with that. And also maybe if we did um, more, you know, we have Finley Young Professionals as well, which is a wonderful organization. Um, I am definitely honored to be a part of that. I've met great contacts that have helped me um, not only in a professional uh, capacity, but also, you know, personal friendships. I mean, it's been wonderful. Maybe if we can do a bigger push on the young professional scene and get people into that program too, that would also be another way um, another outlet, you know, for people, for young professionals to have, to, to kind of connect with the community. Um, and one of the biggest things too, um, that we're also discussing, which again, it appeals to the masses, not just young professionals, um, but it would be more non-automotive focused infrastructure. So mm -hmm. public transport services. Um, I know <laughs> when I first moved here, um, especially coming from, you know, Phoenix, Arizona, um, I was surprised that it, I think I've, I've gotten maybe two Ubers, right? Um, you know, in the entire time I'm here, because most of the time you're looking and there's no one on the map, right? So, you know, if there was maybe a push for more public transportation options to be available as well, to, to get young professionals or, or just really to get 
to the community as a whole to get people maybe downtown more. Um, you know, on Main Street where all those shops and wonderful restaurants are, you know, better access to those, I think would go a long way with how people feel about, you know, moving to Finley and, and staying in Finley. But really though, for me, the biggest push, and I can't stress it enough, is the sense of community. You know, the sense of, we want to make sure that that all of these the companies and you know, all these different businesses in Finley are aware of how many resources for their employees that they have so that that way their employees can not only feel like they just you know live and work in Finley but they can feel like they are part of Finley and they are part of Hancock County because um, I will personally say with with all the various and I know I know you know this already but just for everyone listening with all the various committees that I've joined over the last mm-hmm. year, um, it's been awesome. I mean, I met so many amazing people. I've really been able to, especially with Hancock County leadership, see how the community operates. What are the ins and outs? You know, what are different facets that I never even thought about before? Uh, and it's been amazing. But again, I'm lucky enough to have had that company culture already established to where it was very easy for me to connect and for me to be a part of these things. So I, you know, like I've said, like I've already mentioned, I personally want to do a big push to reach out to businesses and and maybe if it's, you know, obviously we got to, I got to speak with the group about this because there are um, 10 or nine other individuals on mm-hmm. this task force as well. Um, but I'd like to do maybe a, maybe a packet, you know, community awareness packet that can go to the employers that, that says, hey, did you know Finley offers all of these different opportunities, all of these different uh, events, areas for people to connect, um, different recreational offerings, the leagues that we were talking about, um, just to kind of put something together so that that way employers are aware and, and can pass it along to their employees. Because, you know, when we are more community focused, we're going to have better results, right? We're going to have people who actually are invested and who yeah. care about the community and want to get involved in more ways. I mean, that's been a big thing for me was once I started seeing how amazing Finley and Hancock County actually are, um, not that I didn't think it was amazing when I first moved here. I, I loved every second of it, especially the traffic. Well, it's a lot better. I think but, it, it would be disingenuous for anybody to think that it's going to be a transition from Phoenix to Findlay. Weather alone is going to be a lot different. Uh, But it's making a transition like that as easy as possible uh, for young professional, old professional, what have you, being able to have that seamless integration when you move to the community, you know where to find the resources, you know how to get involved. That's going to help everybody. Absolutely. And another thing too is you know, I know I've been saying a lot of, you know, Phoenix this and Phoenix that, but I think too, we are, you know, I know, like I've said, I keep saying Phoenix, right? Because that's what I've been used to for for my 35 years of existence. Um, But also we are in a unique position with the size of our community where we can do things and offer things that can't be offered by larger urban cities, you know, because there's so many people you know, it makes it even harder to plan things because you got to plan them on such a larger scale. Mm-hmm. So we're in a good position where we can have more of a niche of different offerings that are available, you know, in in a tighter knit community that I think is is able to achieve the goal of, of these young professionals having that sense of community in 
more ways than a larger urban area, you know, or municipality ever could. So we also, you know, I think can take advantage of that as well. I look at it as a, just on a small micro scale, if you put, uh, you know, if you're looking at attraction and retention of employees, put together a company softball team, put together a company Frisbee golf yeah. league, something like that. We have those amenities here already. It's a good way to get your employees doing something together outside the office. It's a good way to show off the community and, and, you know, who knows where it goes from there. I do know the hot, the softball leagues are highly competitive, so you might have to put together a team of ringers yeah. for that one. I don't, I don't know. So that might be, I don't know if there's like an ABC league or something like that, but don't go into the A league thinking you're going to win it because there's uh, right. there's a couple of teams that dominate there, I think. But Brett, we're almost out of time here. Um, if if people have feedback for the committee or concerns or questions, what's the best way to get in touch and, and make sure that their voice is heard so that uh, it doesn't, I, I think the last thing that this committee wants and the last thing that the community wants is for this to feel like a young professionals versus people who have been here for their entire lives type of thing where it, right. it, as we've talked about, it's not that, but it's always good to get different voices around the table. So how, how can you address concerns, answer questions? What's the best way to do that with the committee? I mean, I'm always available. If, if anyone ever wants to send me an email, you know, they're more than welcome to. I definitely agree with you. This is not young professionals yeah. against the world. This is just that that lens that we're looking through for this specific task force. I mean, like, and like we were saying, most of these, most of these things benefit the community as a whole. But these are just kind of some of the things that that might be higher on a younger professional's, you know, priority list when looking to move somewhere. Um, but if anyone wants to reach out, I'd be more than happy to, you know, take anyone's suggestions and, and pass them along to the committee. Um, my uh, email, I don't know, are we able to? I'll put it in the show the notes as well. But yeah, if you want to give it here. Yeah, it's bbarns at centercom.net which is uh, B as in boy, and then my last name, Barnes, like a, a horse barn, and then E-S at Centricon, that's C-E-N-T-R-A-C-O-M-M dot net. And like I said, I would be more than happy if you want to send me you know, any suggestions that you have. You know, There's definitely a need for that community voice because you know we, there's 10 of us out of the entire community that are looking at this. So maybe there's a perspective. Well, I shouldn't say maybe. I, I can definitely say yeah. that there are perspectives that we're not going to see this from. So that would be fantastic. Absolutely. Well, Brett, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you so much. Thanks again to Brett for joining us. I think it's really interesting that a lot of different efforts to attract young professionals also double as something that's going to benefit the community as a whole, namely better entry into the housing market through one and two bedroom homes and apartments, and even amenities that can be enjoyed by everyone. So it's going to be interesting to see where all of this goes. That'll do it for this week's episode. If you have any ideas for topics that we should cover on future episodes or feedback on this one, just send me an email, djenkins at finlayhancockchamber.com. Remember, if you're listening on our website, you can have every episode of Chamber Amplified delivered straight to your phone. Just search for us in your favorite podcast player. It makes it a little bit easier for you to get each and every episode every week. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on Chamber Amplified from the Finlay-Hancock County Chamber of Commerce.